0: Welcome everyone to this episode of Currently Speaking, the podcast of The Current Consulting Group. I'm Bill Current, President and Founder of The Current Consulting Group, and I'm joined today by Yvette Farnsworth-Baker, Senior Legal Counsel at The Current Consulting Group. Welcome Yvette.
1: Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Oh, we're excited too. So why don't you give our audience just a little bit of background on your professional career and credentials?
1: Oh, sure. So I am a practicing attorney, um, graduated from Georgetown Law School too long ago to politely uh, say, no, I'm just joking. Um, But I've been a practicing attorney for over 15 years and I've been specializing in drug testing and workplace drug testing for almost 10 years now. Um, So I really focus on state laws and on case law related to workplace drug testing. And I speak and I write and I consult and do everything in that arena.
0: Well, well, lots of times when we have clients who have questions about state laws, they wanna to speak to an attorney to have them explain it. That's when a vet comes into the picture. She writes memos on various state law issues or questions that come up. And one of the hot topics right now, of course, is the Uh, new law in California and also the new law in Washington that are that go into effect January 2024 and that are going to have a direct impact on how employers test for marijuana and what they do with test results. Maybe you can kind of walk us through really what what these two laws actually say.
1: Sure. So let me read right from the California law. And it is probably going to sound confusing the first time through. So I'm going to read through it and then we'll talk about what it really means. So this new California law says it is unlawful for an employer to discriminate against a person in hiring termination or any term or condition of employment or otherwise penalizing the person. If the discrimination is based upon any of the following, the person's use of cannabis off the job and away from the workplace. This paragraph does not prohibit an employer from discriminating in hiring or any term or condition of employment or otherwise penalize a person based on scientifically valid pre-employment drug screening conducted through methods that do not screen for non-psychoactive cannabis metabolites. Now, the second part of it's unlawful for an employer to discriminate based on an employer required drug screening test. That has found the person to have non-psychoactive cannabis metabolites in their hair, blood, urine, or other bodily fluids. So this law is prohibiting what they call discrimination based on an employer required drug test that finds non-psychoactive cannabis metabolites. The Washington law is almost exactly the same, except that the California law applies to all employer required drug screening. The Washington law is specific to pre-employment testing. So the Washington law does not limit testing of current employees. It's only, um, the hiring testing that is affected. The California law applies to current employees and pre-employment tests that screen for non psychoactive cannabis metabolites.
0: Okay, so before we get into that part of it, are there any exemptions? Are there any industries or occupations that are exempted from these, these two new laws?
1: Yes, I'm glad you asked that. Um, and the, There are ex- exemptions um, for both the Washington law and the California law. The California law, the biggest one is the building and construction industry is exempted from that. So an employer can discriminate based on a dr- an employer-required drug screening test, Um, That tests for non-psychoactive cannabis metabolites or any other kind of testing, um, because that's an exception. The Washington law has a very long list of exceptions, one of them being any position um, where there's the danger of death. I believe it's worded something like that. A very big safety risk involved. Um, That's one of the exceptions in the Washington law.
0: So these two new laws are pretty unique. I mean, are there any other laws like these in the country?
1: You know, we have not seen laws that specifically talk about this testing for non-psychoactive cannabis metabolites. We have seen laws that protect cannabis use by employees, you know, usually medical marijuana use, but... The trend in the last year or so has been to also protect recreational use. It's not the majority of states, but we have seen that happening. But California and Washington, these are the first laws where we've seen them talk about screening tests for non-psychoactive cannabis metabolites, which is very interesting.
0: So let's go back then to this term that's used in both the California and the Washington laws, non-psychoactive metabolites of cannabis, as opposed to the parent drug, I I assume, right? In other words, even though no drug tests can or should claim to identify impairment, because that's not what a drug test is capable of doing, in California and Washington, they are essentially prohibiting employers from using a test result that is based on the identification of the quote-unquote non-psychoactive metabolite of cannabis is that accurate yes
1: that's right so some people are taking this to mean no more cannabis testing in california or washington that's not the case what they're restricting is a certain kind of marijuana test a certain kind of detection method which is tests for the non-psychoactive cannabis metabolite and that's not all drug tests urine tests are the biggest one that do detect the non-psychoactive cannabis metabolite Um, because the drug is not directly... My understanding of the science... I'm a lawyer. I'm not a scientist, so that's my uh, caveat. My understanding is when a person ingests marijuana, it has to be metabolized by the body and then the metabolites are deposited into the urine. And so a urine test is looking for those metabolites. This is after the body has already processed the marijuana. Oral fluid testing, for example, it's not detecting the metabolite, it's detecting the parent drug. And that's why oral fluid testing is detecting marijuana very quickly after use. Urine testing does not detect marijuana very quickly after use because it has to be processed by the body before it's deposited in the urine. Um, And then you know the amount of time it takes for someone to give a urine sample. Or a fluid testing, it's a lot closer to immediately after marijuana use that it's in the oral fluid and it's not a metabolite because the body has not metabolized that substance yet. It's the parent drug so oral fluid testing is not restricted by these laws urine testing is um, restricted by these laws
0: now an interesting caveat to that let's focus on washington for a moment Mm -hmm. you said earlier that washington's restriction on you know using the result of a drug test that identifies the non-psychoactive metabolite of cannabis Um, only applies to pre-employment testing. So does that mean that in Washington, employers can still use urine testing for employees, existing employees, like in a post-accident, reasonable suspicion, or random testing situation?
1: Yes, exactly, and the law does specifically say that that this new law does not apply to post-accident testing and those types of testing. So a urine test would still be completely fine in Washington, for a post-accident test, but it is gonna be problematic for a pre-employment test.
0: Now in California though, the new law applies to both pre-employment and employee or post-hire testing. So in California, employers would not be able to use the result of a urine test to take any kind of adverse employment action. Theoretically, because the test identifies the metabolite rather than the parent drug. Is that accurate?
1: Yes. Yep, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. In California, it doesn't prohibit urine testing. The law doesn't prohibit urine testing, but an employer's not going to be able to take any action based on a positive result if they're doing a urine test for marijuana, because that's going to be a test that detects the non-psychoactive cannabis metabolite.
0: Now, here's a here's a big question that I'm sure many of our listeners are wondering. Do these new laws that prohibit testing theoretically with urine for marijuana in California pre and post-hire, and then in Washington pre-employment testing, do those restrictions apply to say federally mandated drug testing like the DOT drug and alcohol testing regulations?
1: Right. That is a great, great question, but no. Federal regulations are always going to preempt these state laws. Um, So any employer who's a federally regulated employer um, who's required to comply with, say, the Department of Transportation's um, regulations, they do not have to follow these laws. If they're regulated by the federal government, they have to follow the federal government's requirements and regulations, um, and and they're not affected by these state laws.
0: Okay, so... The consequences of all of this. Uh, we have heard that there are some law firms, some pretty well-known labor law firms, that are advising clients not to test for marijuana in California and Washington to just eliminate it altogether. Is is that good advice? I mean, is there something to that? Uh, is there some type of exposure to legal liability that a company that chooses to to continue testing for marijuana is exposing themselves to increased liability or or is it, I mean, what? how would you respond to that to a law firm that's advising or even a drug testing provider that's advising their clients not to test for marijuana?
1: Well, I think in the first place, it's just a, a basic misunderstanding of the science, which is understandable because this is complicated stuff. And most of us lawyers, you know, we're not well versed in the science, but it's a really easy fix. I mean, oral fluid testing is widely available, it's very clearly a test that is for the parent drug and not for non-psychoactive metabolites. The law is very specific that what it's prohibiting is testing for the non-psychoactive metabolite. Um, so, so to be honest, I think they're just misunderstanding the science and not, not aware that oral fluid testing is a test for the parent drug. Um, and I do think it's very problematic to advise clients to drop marijuana testing, especially in a state like this, or in a situation like this, where there is a great alternative, um, to urine testing. And the reason is you're not getting away. You're not escaping liability. You're just transferring Mm -hmm. liability to a different arena. If an employer thinks that they face potential liability by conducting marijuana testing, As an attorney, I would say, but do you think you'll have no liability if there is a marijuana impaired employee in your workplace? That's not a no liability situation. If anything, I would think that the impact of a marijuana impaired employee in the workplace is a much bigger liability than conducting a drug test in the wrong way. Because the consequences, just one, just one accident caused by an impaired employee, I mean, can be catastrophic just on a human level. And also when we're talking about dollars and liability and, and the bottom line.
0: So, and and I want to remind our audience that even though Yvette is a licensed attorney, a member of the bar in Florida, right? Yes. Um, She's not giving legal advice. Exactly. She's just explaining the law as it's written, but maybe you can kind of go on the edge a little bit here with this next question, which is what if a company decides they're going to continue testing with urine Mm -hmm. and they're going to test for a multiple drug panel. They're going to test for cocaine and opiates and maybe even barbiturates and benzodiazepines, et cetera. And they're just going to leave marijuana in the panel. Is there some, type of liability that the, that the employer owns if they get a drug test result back that shows that the individual tested positive for marijuana, but by state law, they're prohibited from discriminating against that individual, so they can't refuse to hire them. But could they use that information to not put them in a safety-sensitive position, or do they ignore that information, allow them to drive a delivery van and face the possibility that that individual causes an accident well high on the job.
1: You just put like a really good scenario forward as to why I think employers in California really should be testing using oral fluid and not urine. Because just like you said, you get a marijuana positive on a urine test in California. And now what do you do? You're facing on one hand, this law that says you can't penalize the person. You can't discriminate against this person based on this drug test result. On the other hand, you have actual knowledge that this person is a potential safety risk. And what do you do with that? You know, do you face the liability of violating the marijuana law? Do you face a potential accident uh, in your workplace that could harm other employees, the public, the person themselves, you know, property damage, that sort of thing. It's a very scary scenario and I would not want to be an attorney advising a, uh, an employer in that position. I really think the best practice is to switch to oral fluid testing. You get a marijuana positive and you are perfectly within your rights to act on that information without worrying about violating the new law and without facing the opposite side of ignoring a potentially impaired employee in the workplace.
0: So I remember at the time that California passed their law sometime in late 2021, you know, which of course was not gonna go to effect until January, 2024. But I remember seeing headlines online from various newspapers, essentially claiming that these that the new law in California would end testing for marijuana, in other words, this law prohibits testing for marijuana. You've made that clear that that's not the case. Um, but maybe you could kind of, you know, look into your crystal ball and say, one, do these laws survive? I mean, is this going to benefit marijuana users? Uh, employers are, are employers gonna be, you know, sort of frustrated by these things? And then two, do you see other states passing similar laws? I mean, we you know, at the time of the recording of this, podcast, we're just a day or so away from when Ohio voters voted to legalize recreational marijuana, so it becomes the umpteenth state to do that. Are more states going to pass California, Washington-type laws that affect drug testing, do you think?
1: It's a very interesting question, and it's been very interesting to see how these marijuana laws have developed. We have seen over the past years a big rise in laws that protect marijuana use by employees, much more so than laws that protect employers and their ability to take action on marijuana using employees. I do think that trend will continue where marijuana use um, will continue to be protected. We saw New York a few years ago passed a very groundbreaking law When it comes to marijuana protection, um, virtually prohibiting marijuana testing in all but very few circumstances. We have not seen that New York law expand to other states. We have not seen other states jump on that bandwagon and pass laws similar to New York's, which was the fear. And it might still come, but so far we have not seen that. This law is a little bit confusing. I have a feeling that other states are not going to jump on this right away. Maybe down the road, um, as oral fluid testing, like the benefits to it become more widely known. And there's maybe more of a discussion just in general, and not just within our industry about the benefits to recent use detection, as opposed to historical use detection. Possibly. My personal opinion is is it's going to stick to California and Washington for now.
0: Okay. So the, you know, and you brought up the situation in in New York, they passed this very sort of liberal recreational marijuana law, the the State Department of Labor decides you know uh, employers shouldn't be testing for marijuana, but I want to point out that even in that Department of Labor guidance, they do leave some room for testing for marijuana with say a post accident or reasonable suspicion scenario, but we haven't seen other states do something like that. So your prediction is for now, anyways, Washington and California will sort of the trendsetters and maybe other states are going to kind of wait to see how it works out
1: that's what i think i think california and washington for now are going to be the anomalies um and i don't think this is going to be a trend we see in the next year or so
0: okay so in summary then drug testing for marijuana in california and washington is still possible maybe not so much with urine but with oral fluid.
1: Absolutely. And I'd say it's still advisable too, even not just, you can do it if you want to, but you should be doing it and you should be doing it using oral fluid testing. That's my personal opinion, not legal advice again.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Yvette. Excellent. Great answers to all of those questions. I would invite anybody listening to this podcast, if you have other questions, contact the Current Consulting Group, contact Yvette. Yvette, Maybe you could share your uh, email address at Current Consulting Group.
1: Sure. I'm just Y Baker. the letter Y-B-A-K-E-R, at CurrentConsultingGroup.com. Reach out to me anytime. I'm always happy to answer questions.
0: Thank you, everybody, for joining us for this episode of Currently Speaking. And with that, we bid you a good day.